Aloha. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak. Welcome to The Body Show. Each week we talk about health and fitness, but none of what we discuss replaces a visit to your own primary care provider. Do you love to exercise? Do you have hours every single day to put in just to fitness? And do you sometimes wish instead of going to work, you could just work out all day? Well, for those of you who don't say yes to that, this is going to be the show for you. You know, a lot of times fitness commitments are something that we make in the beginning of the year, but as half of the year rolls by, we might not have achieved the goals that we wanted. And we're going to talk today to two folks from Orange Theory Fitness. First of all, what is Orange Theory? And also, how could this potentially be a great way to maximize your exercise and fitness if you have minimal time? Now, if you have all day to exercise, no one is ever going to say no to that. But if you don't, we're going to talk a little bit about what are some ways you can really try and fit exercise into your routine in such a way that you can get great benefits, see your body change, and also improve your health overall. So today we have both Zach Crook and Adrian Milarp, who are right here in the studio, and they've both been involved with Orange Theory Fitness. Zach for the last couple of years, Adrian for about a year and a half or so, and they're super enthusiastic about this form of exercise and this way to maximize your fitness level. And today we're going to hear about why I too should get excited about Orange Theory Fitness or anything fitness. So welcome to the show, Zach and Adrian. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Now- Orange theory. What is the orange? What's the theory? Tell me, Zach, what's going on? Uh, orange is supposed to represent youthfulness and energy. Then it's a super bright color. Uh, so that's why they chose it. Um, the theory is you want to spend 12 minutes or more in your orange zone, which is a very high heart rate. So for an average person, who, what is their normal heart rate supposed to be? It's going to depend on everybody based on age, gender, height, weight. We take all that into consideration. Um, but basically, 84% or higher of your heart rate, that is your anaerobic zones. That's our orange zone. Um, again, that's 12 minutes or more that you want to spend in that zone uh, to achieve epoch. And why am I trying to get epoch? And is it 12 minutes an hour? Uh, so, yeah, we have 12 minutes It's high-intensity interval training, so you want to spend 12 minutes or more in that orange zone uh, by the end of our workout. So we'll take your heart rate up and down. It's uh, myself and Adrian's job as a coach to bring your heart rate up and down as that interval training. So it's not 12 minutes for an hour. It's you're going to do something, you're going to get to that rate, then you're going to slow down, catch your breath, or get yourself back in order, then do it again. And it really is that interval, high speed or high intensity, then less, then high intensity, then less. Exactly. Yes. So what is Epoch? What, what is that? Why do I want to get that, Adrian? I want some Epoch. <laughs> exercise post-oxygen consumption. Maybe I don't know. So <laughs> exercise post-oxygen consumption. How do you measure it? Um. Well, you're in that one-hour workout. Um, Is it a math equation? Do you, like, monitor my heart rate? Well, we monitor your heart rate throughout the entire workout. When you get into that anaerobic zone, that's when you start to get that epoch and when you start to burn that calories for the afterburn, which is Orange Theory's um, goal as well. So let's talk about the pre-burn because I'm not even ready to go to the afterburn yet. (laughs) So I want to get into epoch. How do you know I'm anaerobic? Can you just look at me, see that I'm out of breath and go, girlfriend needs oxygen. She's anaerobic. (laughs) How do you figure that out, Zach? Okay. So typically aerobic training is a traditional cardio training. That would be somebody just jogging. 
Okay. Just to put it in perspective for right. general population. That'll be someone at a jog. At Orange City, we're going to have you at a jog, and then we're going to cue you in if you're a runner uh, at a sprint or a very fast-paced run that's going to spike your heart rate up, which activates your orange zone, 84% or higher of your max heart rate. So when you spend 12 minutes or more in that zone by the end of class, it activates an afterburn or EPOC, excess post-exercise oxygen consumption, for 24 to 36 hours. You continue to burn fat calories for additional day to a day and a half. So basically, we're creating creating an oxygen deficit in your body for that 12 minutes during our 60-minute workout. Your body needs to consume or make up for that oxygen deficit, and it takes about a day to a day and a half to do so. By doing so, like I said, again, you could continue to burn more calories. Okay, and sign me up. Let me just caveat <laughs> to what he said. So how we do that is you're wearing a heart rate monitor throughout the class. So we're coaching you off your heart rate so we can see everybody's name up on our tv screen so like you can't sneak around and be no like, you can't sneak Kozak, around you can't hide Kozak, can, your heart rate's too slow let's go <laughs> Kick we it can up find you so our goal is to put you into that interval training to get you into that 84 percent or higher and then bring you back down to what is known as our green zone and that's our our base pace our active um, recovery zone and then we're going to push you again so for the whole hour more so for the first for those 30 minutes that you're on the treadmill that's when we're doing the interval training but we also have weight training and we have rowing as well some of those portions could get you into that 84% but mostly that happens on the treadmill in the interval training part so, you know, years ago I was at the Y and I did a circuit class and a circuit class like they had cardio machines and they had weight machines and you had like two minutes on each one and you went from cardio to weights, cardio to weights, cardio to weights. Now, embarrassingly so, every time I got on one of the weight machines, the trainer was like, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. Don't follow short people. The machine is not set up for you. You need to reset the (laughs) machine. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. So, you know, she took the time to explain it to me. But that to me is what I think about with interval training. So you went from one to the next to the next. It was always cardio mixed with weights and you were supposed to sort of choose weights that were a little bit heavier than you thought you could use for that machine with the idea that try something hard and then you'll actually pull it back later if you can't do more than one or two reps. That to me was like this huge workout. I mean, it was it was this big workout and afterwards you were exhausted. Tell me what an orange theory fitness workout would be like. Zach, tell let's pretend I went to your orange theory gym. Okay. And and after you said, "Oh my god, you really need to work out more." <laughs> What is your heart rate? Why is it so high? It's not the fit heart rate. I'd be like, come on, Zach, help me out. So walk me through what would happen next. So I'm ready to go and I'm at your your gym. What am I doing? Am I starting off on a treadmill? Am I starting off doing weights? Are there different options? When we talk about a class, am I in aerobics? Because I'm not coordinated at all. <laughs> exactly. Thank so God we're not doing aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really good because I could like two left feet. It's just forget it, right? So we cater to all skill levels. Uh, I taught a few classes today. In one of my classes, I had an 18-year-old athlete, and then I had a 74-year-old lady. They were on the treadmills running together next to each other, and they had very similar heart rates. So we cater to all okay, skill something's levels. something's wrong with that 18-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> or something's amazing about that 70-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Just so, okay. so basically, you would come in, you would choose a treadmill, and about half the class, our, our classes are about 60 minutes total, about half the class is spent doing cardio. So we would cue you in again to bring your heart rate up and down, up and down for about half an hour. Halfway through class, you would switch. You would go to the weight floor. We would demonstrate exercises for you guys. And that is kind of similar to circuit training. You guys will be switching out between, let's say, like low rows on our TRX bands and then doing dumbbell squats. And then you would go do a 250-meter row. You would cycle through that for a few minutes, and then you would move on to a new group of exercises. 
So you would do it. Is the idea when you're doing the weights to do it fast or to do it well? No. And I know that sounds weird, but. Nope, it doesn't. Slow and controlled, efficient is effective. So there's nothing. It's not a race in the weight room. Well, I would be getting nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'd not get anywhere. Well, I'm sure Coach Zach does as well. I tell a lot of people, slow down, get the most out of that motion, get the most out of that muscle group that we are working today, whether it's a squat or a low row. You want to make sure that they're working the, and firing the appropriate muscles for that exercise so that you're building. So you're not doing it wrong. So you're not doing it wrong. And the coaches are there we're all certified personal trainers. We're there to make sure that you're doing it right. So for that whole hour, you're like when you're there, you're getting everything you can out of the weight room floor or the treadmill at the same, you know. Could you the use a bike instead time. of a treadmill? Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You can use a strider too. Elliptical, yeah. Elliptical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like a strider. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Some I'm, people call it strider. I'm Some people call it already. <laughs> you know, if there's a new machine at the gym, I'm freaking out. I'm like, there's something new. Does anyone else notice? That Orange Theory different? calls it a strider, but most okay. people call it an elliptical. Uh, elliptical. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because they changed out the ellipticals recently, and I went, I don't know where the on button is. I'm a little fearful. Let me just scope out what other people are doing. Okay, no one's fallen. I'm going to get on. <laughs> so for those people who are true beginners, like just total fear of mm-hmm. new machines and injuries, you would go through it with them, explain it to them, show them, demonstrate what they're doing with this, with the weight portion. Hopefully they would choose a cardio machine that they would understand or mm-hmm. you would help them to use. And then they could feel more comfortable saying, hey, I'm a novice. I'm a beginner. I'm going to come. Now, what if they're like super athlete, like your 18-year-old, and they want to go ahead and do more than 15 minutes? I mean, not 15 minutes, more than more than uh, an hour. They want to do an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half. Could they do that or is that sort of not part of the theory? It's just now. It's just in and out. We have 60 minutes to work out. Um, after taking one of our classes, you would see why it's an hour. It's just very high you intensity. You barely make it to yes. an hour. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> very, very. They're pretty difficult classes, but again, it's for all skill levels. So on the treadmills, for example, we have three different paces to choose from. So we have power walkers. Like I said, that's what that 74-year-old lady was doing today. And then the 18-year-old was a runner. We have power walkers, joggers, and runners. So you can choose which pace to run at, which pace to walk at. Power walkers, we just bring their incline up and down, but we're still getting everyone's heart rates to this corresponding orange zone. So. And that's really the key from what I can tell is, you know, if you're if you're not familiar or not okay with running mm-hmm. or you don't feel like you can do that, you could do the power walking. Exactly. You could use the incline. That would be a substitute for speed. Sure. You could you would really still get your heart rate up. I mean, I've seen oh, it. A lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I do some classes myself power walking. It's just good to switch it up sometimes. Well, and I think for those people who might have joint issues, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've got some arthritis of your knees or your hips or you've got some ankle pain or something like that, it might be safer for you to do more of a more of a walk or a power walk than it would be to do an outright run. I mean, you don't want to injure yourself. So when somebody so so here I am at your gym, Zach. I've picked my machine, I'm on the cardio machine, and if my normal heart rate, for most people, the average heart rate in in medicine, we often say, is somewhere between 70 and 100. Now, that varies for a lot of people, and if you're in super athletic condition, you might be down in the 60s, you might be down in the 50s. It really just depends on, on you and your body. So if you normally have a heart rate in the 50s, you getting up to 100 is is a significant increase, but if you normally have a heart rate at 90... You getting up to 100 is kind of like, hey, you just walk down the street. So your actual goal heart rate is probably something that you take a lot of factors into consideration. I think you mentioned, Adrian, like age and and weight. and Yeah, and- Coach Zach said we all that stuff gets put into your heart rate monitor in your system 
the heart rate monitor that you're wearing. So everything is already documented, your height, your weight, your age, so that we know when your heart rate pops up onto the screen and we're able to coach you. We see your resting heart rate before we start the workout. We see where you're resting at. Some people are just resting low 40s, some people 50s, some people 60s. It all depends on that and your resting heart rate. And then when we get into the workout is when those evidently start to move up and you start to warm up and the heart rate tends to go up. And now I'm coaching you off that now that we're moving. And you take medications into an account. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have people who take blood pressure medications or certain medications that will bring their heart rate down. And they tell us before class, A, I'm on this type of medication. I'm not supposed to get my heart rate up. And that's okay because then I'm going to coach you off perceived exertion. Now I'm going to coach you on how you feel. I don't really need the number to show me. Now I'm going to coach you how you feel. And I'm going to take you through those different zones. But it's all based on your own exertion and how you're feeling at your like he mentioned, your base pace and your push pace. And so the idea is it's not, even if you don't hit the number, if you feel like you're just ready to drop, mm-hmm. you've got to bring yourself down that all of that is taken into consideration. Exactly. Yep. We have very few people, but it does happen that they prefer not to wear heart rate monitors just because yes. they don't like it way it feels. Like uh, we have a chest strap and we also have bicep or a wrist strap that people can use. Some people just prefer not to wear one. So we coach them, like uh, Adrian said, off their rate of perceived exertion. Well, because that's the other thing is, you know, some people can get obsessed about the numbers, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and if you're like, okay, I'm 79, I need to get to 80 or I'm 125, I need to get to 130, you can almost become obsessed with the numbers and yeah. it sort of takes away from the experience. Well, then again, do you really want to focus on the workout? I don't know. I'd like to be watching <laughs> Netflix while I'm working out because that makes life easier, but that's probably not you a workout. You cannot watch Netflix in our studios. <laughs> Okay, nail them out because <laughs> Netflix is awesome. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know, but that's the idea is you really want to work on doing some form of exercise and activity that's enjoyable enough, but also that you can focus on it and do get the benefit from it. I think that's really the key is what a great benefit that you can get in such a short amount of time that it's not short for, you know, the sake of just trying to squeeze it in. But for some folks, if you're really busy, that might just be the need. All right. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here in the studio. We're talking today about Orange Theory Fitness, and it's convincing me I need to go give this a try, although my Netflix option has just been taken away. I'm talking here with Zach Kruk and Adrian Milarp, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what are some of the benefits. We talk about this 24 to 36-hour fat-burning zone. Sign me up, man. But that's one of those things that we're going to talk a little more about how do you know you're in it and how often do you need to do this workout to get maximal benefits. We'll be right back after this quick break. Stay with us. Support for The Body Show comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to contributors Bush Consulting, Sacred Hearts Academy, and Urgent Care Hawaii. Welcome back to The Body Show. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak here in the studio, learning all about fitness. It's something that we could all use a little more of. And today we're talking with Zach Kruk and Adrian Milarp, and they are representing Orange Theory Fitness. It's a whole new way to look at trying to maximize your energy expenditure and help your body to continue to need to consume oxygen, burn calories, burn fat for another 24 to 36 hours after that. Now, I've got to ask, Zach, Adrian, how how is it that this seems new to me? I mean, should people not have generally known that exercise and hitting your maximal capacity is kind of good for you? Or this seems to be revolutionary to me. 12 minutes out of an hour, that's great. But maybe I'm just thinking about it like 12 minutes, I'm done, not one hour, I'm done. <laughs> what are some of the common misconceptions that you hear people come in with that you kind of have to dispel that myth? Adrian? 
Well, people, um, as we've mentioned before, people get obsessed with the numbers a bit and they think they have to do this seven times a week and they have to keep burning and keep burning and keep burning. When in all actuality, three to four times a week with a rest day in between, you're really going to get the effect of those 12 or more minutes in those zones, four and five, orange or red. Now we're coaching you into those zones. Once you've done that for 12 or more minutes, and believe me, it happens to some people in the first 15 minutes of the workout, and that's okay. They're still going to be there for the next 45 minutes. They're there for the whole hour. Oh, you can't hit your 12 minutes no, and you run can't. away? No, 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 I'm no, no. I'm already no. trying to think of ways to cheat. It doesn't I mean, work that really way. So they're there for the whole hour. And the thing is, the rest day in between is so important to be able to maximize the burn, but also to maximize the effort that you can put in for every workout. So I like the idea that you would put in, you know, maximal effort, get a rest day, maximal effort. So when you talk to folks about this, tell me some, Zach, tell me a success story, because I'm sure you have some folks who came in and said, I don't know if I could do it, and or change their entire fitness parameter within a period of time, maybe change their fitness level. Now they can go hike up Diamond Head. Now they can really enjoy being outdoors more. I'm sure you have folks that that have done well with this. Tell me about some of them. We have hundreds of success stories at Orange Surrey. Um, there's plenty to choose from. My favorite, uh, probably one of our members, Dylan, it was when we first opened. First day we opened, we started running a weight loss challenge between our members. So it was a competition. The winner like got a thousand bucks or something like that. Six weeks challenge. This guy was coming four times a week, so about every other day to get his rest periods in. At the end of the weights challenge, he lost forty eight pounds total in six weeks, which is just ridiculous. It's amazing. And That's with awesome. exercise too. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like hey, I'm not going to eat anything. You know, rapid weight loss is something that we kind of worry about in medicine if we think it's for from an unhealthy way. But this was. Mm-hmm. Really, because he was doing healthy stuff and working out and sustaining those workouts, which you can't do if you're not getting nutrition. Exactly. He had no prior um, knowledge or background about fitness, no clue what to do. We taught him the ropes, came in six weeks later. He's almost 50 pounds down. Uh, we all signed up for the Spartan race coming up in August. So we're going to put all of our abilities to the test with our members and see how far everybody's come. Nice. Yeah, that's an interesting race. And I think there's a <laughs> lot of mud involved. Yes, there is. Yeah, I think my brother did it once and he came home and I'm like, why are all your clothes on the deck and why are they all brown filled with mud? Do not bring that in the house. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of mud involved. Okay. So, Adrian, success story. I'm sure you've got some. Oh, yeah, we got quite a few. Um, We did the weight loss challenge as well when we opened. But I'll talk about one where one of our clients, Bob, uh, he's come off his cholesterol medication since he started Orange Theory Fitness. And he started back with us, I want to say, in the beginning, October, November timeframe when we opened and about six months later, and he no longer has to take that medication because his cholesterol has dropped from working out, getting his weight down, starting to regulate his nutrition, and now he's off that medicine. Well, and I think that's great. I mean, truthfully, medication is there if people cannot do it on their own, but it really should be a choice of, of last resort. And if you can work on your lifestyle, your diet, and all those other parameters, it's better to not be on a lot of pills. And yes, I'm a doctor saying that. If you need the medicine, it's always there for you. If there are things you can do to make sure that you are improving your body and your health without taking a lot of pharmaceuticals, I think it's a great idea. Now, you mentioned a key concept there. You said not only was he doing the exercise, he was also working on the nutrition. So what sort of nutritional things come into play when we talk about Orange Theory Fitness? Is there sort of a component where you counsel people about nutrition or help them with choices on what to eat 
prior to the workout. I mean, you probably don't want to work out if you haven't eaten in a while because you might not have enough energy to complete the workout. But you also don't want to come from, you know, McDonald's having had a burger and then say, okay, now I'm going to let me go work out. So what are some of the things that people need to do if they're participating in this to prepare their body to get the maximal benefit of exercise, but also not necessarily uh, try and work out with no energy to start off with? Sure. Uh, Orange Theory doesn't... How do I say this? <laughs> we don't we don't have um, nutritionists or dietitians at Orange Theory, so we can only recommend stuff. We can't write out a specific meal plan for people. Um, actually, we have a couple of coaches who are dietitians, so anybody that's interested in a consultation nutrition-wise, I'll send them to those two coaches, and they can get an exact plan um, scheduled out for them. And we do the same thing at our studio. Um, we do have nutritionists on staff, so we do put them in the right direction because we like to talk about people. People, it's one of the biggest things around here. You know, I'm pre-diabetic. I want to get off this medication or that medication. And we want to steer them in the right direction. And so we we do offer those types of consultations to them as well. Well, and even if they go through their doctor, insurance companies in a lot of cases will cover for nutrition services. So they yeah. can mm-hmm. actually meet with an RD, tell them about their exercise program, meet with someone who can help them with their nutrition and their planning in addition to right. what they're doing exercise. And I just want to add, when they come to Orange Theory, and I'm sure Coach Zach has had a few too, you need to eat something before you come, <laughs> something nice and light, a banana, a little bit of yogurt, a protein shake, something in your stomach, because we're going to work. We're going to work for one hour and you're going to burn a lot of calories. For the women, it's going to be five, six, up to 700 calories in that one hour. For the guys, it's going to be eight, nine, up to a thousand. The guys are lucky, yeah. Yeah, the guys are lucky, <laughs> as usual. Mm, and, um, yeah, exactly right. So we need to get something in that body. And then you need to have something in the body after you work out. So we do talk to them about that stuff too, because people will come and they think, oh, I'm just going to do, uh, you know, another regular class at a, another gym. And that's, that's not us. So you really got to consider nutrition beforehand, have some sort of Mm -hmm. energy, protein, something. But then also, I would imagine hydration and hydration during and hydration throughout the time, particularly afterwards, to help your body flush out what I assume would be a buildup of lactic acid. Mm -hmm. You're really trying to work on that anaerobic conditioning, which builds up certain byproducts in your body from muscle use. So you want to flush them out. You really want to try and help keep your body healthy. So a lot of fluids, I would imagine, is part of the process as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if somebody said, I think Orange Fitness, Orange Theory Fitness would be a great way to get a one-hour workout, but I still like to do stuff on the other days, could they continue some other activities that might be lower intensity? Oh, heck yeah. We, encor- we encourage that. Yeah, we, uh, Orange Theory Fitness is used, you know, that's why I say even on those rest days, two to three times a week for some people, three to four Seven for some because they just love to work out every day and you just can't stop those yeah, people. Yeah, I don't know who they are. <laughs> but, but for those who like to... <laughs> I wish it was me and it was contagious. Okay. <laughs> for those who like to add a little more weight training or a little more cardio to their regimen, I'm a half marathon, marathon runner. I like to run. So on my days off, I will do you know a 10-mile run. That gets me going. And we have other people who like to use weights, I'm sure yeah. you are. It's pretty cool. We actually... So we have an Orange Street app. So when our members sign up, they download the app and they can, during class, we get the live heart rate feed. After class, they get results posted on our monitors around the, uh, the studio. They get the results emailed to them. Outside of the studio, the members that also work out, walk their dog, go for a run at the beach, they can use the app since they don't have the studio with them. They can put their heart rate monitor on, get the exact same results outside of the studio as well. So our yes, members do can. do that too. And yep. so what if they wanted to do something a little more 
muscle oriented like yoga. That would be a great, exactly. I would think a great comparison. You do your super cardio workout yes. with Orange Theory Fitness. Then the next day, maybe you do stretching and yoga. And that can be a huge workout as well. Yeah, can, and but you, it might be a different type. Right. It's going to work your body in a different way and sure. that's okay and that's sort of the idea of yeah. doing different types of almost like circuit training or or and a way that you can find different activities that can help you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we definitely encourage it a lot of my members do bar classes i'm not too familiar with what it is it's like <laughs> stretching or yoga i'm not too familiar with what that is but a lot of them do that twice a week and then they'll do orange theory two to three times a week um and they supplement each other cross yep. training yeah a way to keep your fitness level they're in up. amazing shape yep yep yeah, I, I'm certain they are. So you mentioned that you can wear your heart rate monitor. So when someone signs up for the classes, they get a heart rate monitor and they that's their monitor. You have to purchase one, but yeah. You purchase one, so yep. then you take it home. Can yep. you use something like a lot of people have Fitbits or other types of monitors, or does it have to be a certain one for you guys to get it transmitted? For for us, it has to be our heart rate monitor. Um, a lot of people like to wear Fitbits, and I get it. I talk to people about this a lot. You probably do too. Mm-hmm. They're not as accurate. You know, they're, they're telling you something, and our heart rate monitor is way more accurate. We have the right stuff in our system for you, and it's going to give you a more of a... Personalized heart rate. Yes. I mean, you know, because part of the idea is, and, and uh, boy, isn't this true, one size does not fit all. <laughs> you know, so it's not like you can have... It, often, even if you just get on a treadmill, they'll say, put in your height, your weight, we'll give you your caloric expenditure. Yeah, yeah no, that put doesn't in your work. Gender. <laughs> well, no. But that works a little bit better than I'm not going to put anything in and just assume that yeah. the calories posted are equivalent yes, exactly. to me. Right, yeah. So, you know, there's a little bit of personalization, but not, not enough to make it super accurate. Uh, certainly, you don't want to get obsessed with the numbers so that if you're like, I have to burn 175 calories, I have to burn 175, and your bike that you're using is only saying 170, you might get obsessed and mm-hmm. have to get to 175. The idea, I guess, is not to get so focused on the specific numbers, but to know that you're feeling better and your overall fitness level is improving. And a great quick way to get there is to do this high-intensity workout. Now, tell me briefly, Zach, why does your body still need oxygen for 24 to 36 hours and sounds great uh you're burning calories when you're sleeping really definitely yeah yes, so yeah we're working in our anaerobic zone so um no oxygen at that point again we're creating that deficit so we need oxygen on our body obviously and then at the end of that hour they're done working out so they're resting at that point your body basically goes into overdrive and then starts to consume like i said more oxygen than normal to come back down to your homeostasis or your body's natural resting state by doing so body going to overdrive trying to replenish all your fuel stores um goes into anabolism um you know building muscle burning fat you just continue to burn calories it's just a two for one it sounds awesome it's, it's amazing. <laughs> i mean one hour of a workout 30 up to 36 hours of calorie burning yeah calorie yes. burn after but it's not just any workout though this is a high intensity workout yeah, yeah. we make them super fun too a lot of our, our members just don't they or they come from a background where it's just not fun to them they don't like just running on a treadmill or they don't know how to lift weights we blast music in our classes. We make it fun. We have a good time with our members. We make everybody laugh. It's just a fun workout. First class is always free if anyone wants to come check it out. Really? So you can just go check it out, say, this is for me, or I'm scared to death, or, you know. <laughs> well, you know, the great thing is we do have a uh, studio-wide. All the studios on the July 22nd are doing a intro class from 1 to 2 p.m., so we're all going to be having all intros in that class. So if you're one of those people like, I don't want to go out, work out. There's too many people with me and everybody knows what they're doing and I don't come to that intro okay, class. July 22nd, that, sign July, me up. July 22nd, <laughs> what day of the week 1 is to that? 2. Um, it's a Saturday. Tell you me know, it's a weekend. It's a weekend. <laughs> okay, I'm in. So there. 
So where are the Orange Theory Fitness Studios? You, you're both at different studios. Different, where yeah. are they? Uh, I'm in Kapolei down okay. on the west side. Uh, my studio is on Waikiki off of Kapahulu. And then we also have another studio yeah, off of Kapiolani, right down the road. Right, right outside. <laughs> right okay. across the street from Don So Kiyote. any one of those. And if people wanted to get more information, they wanted to look up more about Orange Theory Fitness and or find out more about it, where could they go? OrangeTheoryFitness.com. All right. And anybody can do it. You're, you're smiling at me, Zach, like, yes, you could possibly <laughs> do it. I could get you going. Really? I bet so. So if anybody wanted to do this free class, July 22nd, studios here, 1 to 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. You could also look it up, put in your zip code, find yes. out the one closest to you. You might do great in Waikiki. You might live on the west side, Kapolei. You might be near Kapiolani. This sounds great. I am definitely going to try this because I love the idea of one hour. And getting that maximal effect and burning calories when I sleep. Bring it on. (laughs) Thank you very much, Zach Crook and Adrian Milap for, Milarp, I'm sorry, for joining us today when sharing your expertise. If you'd like to hear the show again, you can click on hawaiipublicradio.org. You can find me in one of these classes on July 22nd. Don't laugh. It's funny. Our engineer is David Chong, our executive producer, Bethlehem Kozlovich. I'm Dr. Kathleen Kozak, motivated to exercise. We'll see you next week right here on The Body Show.